Football Rage podcast, everybody. I'm here with your boy, Mike. Yes, sir. And Kyle. Hey, what up? How's it going, everyone? So, go follow the Instagram, NFL underscore Football Rage, or NFL Football Rage underscore pod. My bad. Go follow so we can get our name out there and all that. I'll be posting um, segments and stuff like that every Tuesday. So, make sure you go follow that. Um, all right, today's segments, we will be talking about week two rookies, um, which ones are standing out to us, which ones we think will succeed. We'll be talking about Tim Tebow being released from the Jaguars. Um, not sure how he got that spot in the first place, but yeah, here we are. Uh, we'll be talking about the new taunting rule in the NFL and then, of course, the final segment, we'll be talking about week two preseason and what we think will happen for that. So, let's go ahead and get right into it. Week one preseason. We'll start it off with the QBs. By far the most improved, the most that stood out, Justin Fields, Chicago Bears rookie quarterback. Um, He completed 14 out of 20 passes, 142 yards. One touchdown and one rushing touchdown. That's pretty good for your first NFL game, if you ask me. Yeah, that is good. That's um, pretty good. Yeah, and against, I believe the Dolphins had their second strings. And well, it's it's also different when you compare it because even though it is a preseason game, he did compete well in the pocket and he did make a lot of good passes. But the problem is that's a, that's up against a third string defense. So exactly. he, hasn't, he hasn't really met the standards yet, but he still is throwing really well, and he did really do. He did really well for his first game. I'm exactly. Gonna... And that's where I kind of – he did better than all the other QBs, but I think he also played the most. And as you just said, yeah, he's going against the third strings. Mm-hmm. Now, compared but... to – compared to hold on, hold on. compared to Trevor Lawrence, though, Trevor Lawrence did complete six out of the nine attempted passes. He only did have 71 yards. So this week, Justin Fields did – improved tremendously over um Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence. I will and say that. all the other rookie TVs I believe but at the same time I'm pretty sure he got the most playing time the Bears, the Bears, played on, Bears played him for two quarters right I believe yeah I think they played him second and third and then they threw Andy in for the first and then Nick Foles in for the last I'm pretty sure but so third stringers and second stringers are still better than a lot of college players because yes. they're a lot more experienced. They are, yeah. And I mean, you made it to the NFL, so obviously you're, yeah, you're good. But exactly, and that's the other thing too. Justin Fields made a comment after the game saying that the NFL game pace was a lot slower than he thought, and I think most of that is because he's going against the Dolphins' second and third strings. Which, I mean, again, I just said they're good, so they didn't make it to the NFL, so it's going to be a bit faster paced than college. But, again, I mean, stats don't lie. I mean, I remember his first four or five passes were incomplete. But then yeah. the next drive, he, he just went. And he got – you could definitely tell he was comfortable in the pocket, out of the pocket, getting rushed, not getting rushed. Overall, he's looking super good for the Chicago Bears, and they might have found themselves a good franchise QB. Although yeah. we do we do have to look out. Um, I think it was first quarter. Uh, the Bears the Bears running back did come out with a limping injury. David Montgomery, yeah, yeah. he he did. But he was, he did walk off. Though. It doesn't look too serious because he was able to walk off himself. Yeah, he he did it walk off. It it yeah, I'll give you that. It does not look serious, but we still have to watch out for that in the future. As oh, we do. Yeah, we do, and that is a big big part for the Bears is their run game. Um, Should be really uh, strong I did, this year. Yeah, I, I did watch that game. Their defense, Bears defense played out. Dolphins defense played out. Both teams overall put up a heck of a game. I mean, that was definitely a comeback for the Bears being down 13 to nothing, pulling through with, I think it yeah. was 20 to 13. Yeah, 20 to 13. Um, so yeah, overall, I'd say Bears might have found themselves franchise QB, Justin Fields. Hopefully he'll, you know, get better as the season goes on and hopefully he'll um definitely improve. Um I'd say second best QB I saw I I'd have to go Trevor Lawrence. 
He, oh, yeah. I, his, he stood his, out. His, his deep throws are just his, his deep throws are one of probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I mean the, the spiral, the it, yeah, yeah, the way yeah. he puts a spiral on that ball is just that's it's. I mean, yeah. but I mean, ball and that's, yeah, and that's yeah, and that's I mean that's that's truly a gift to certain quarterbacks because I mean don't get me wrong a lot of quarterbacks are good but the way he throws that ball in the pocket and puts it like yeah. overhead it almost it almost reminds me of of a good Peyton Manning pass. The way, he, the, the way he throws it over over the shoulders because that was Peyton Manning's yep. specialty was the over the shoulder say, He did, Peyton Manning. He didn't throw good spirals, but he, he did have pretty good ball placement. Yeah, um, he did. It, that was his, a really nice throw. His accuracy downfield. But then again, Trevor Lawrence's accuracy down downfield was it, it was pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. It was. It was good. He put the ball where the ball needed yeah. to be. I mean – I, I would say the same for um Mac Jones. I watched some of his highlights and I was like, he is putting the ball exactly where it needs to be. Him and Trevor Lawrence, those two especially really stood out to me in, in where they were putting the ball. It was just where the receivers needed it to be. Mm-hmm. Um and I think going back to Trevor Lawrence given um who is it? 11, Marvin Jones, coming from the Giants. Oh, sorry about that. Oh. Um, I think Marvin Jones coming from the Giants definitely helped him out. We saw that one throw that was to him over the uh, defender, and he just jumped up, and he just snagged that thing. I think that was, you know, wasn't exa- I wouldn't call that the best ball placement, but that was still pretty good. I'd that was say. pretty good. Coming from a rookie QB, you know, you got to cut these guys some slack. But well, I, I mean, think... even even though he is a rookie QB, he I mean, look, look at his draft pick. He's up there for a reason. I mean, he is. He yeah, is he's really good. Yeah. So I mean, I'd say overall, I'd say my top three QBs looking right now: Justin Fields. Yeah. I know we called him a bust last week, but he might be proving us wrong here. But Trevor Lawrence and then Mac Jones, obviously, I. He's a Patriots QB. He's got Bill Belichick showing him. I mean, I'd say Mac Jones definitely showed out, you know, having Cam Newton being that veteran experience for him. Definitely showing out for Mac Jones, for sure. Oh, yeah. I would I, I, I would give the exact same top three as mine. He, yes, he just he executed he executed such such a vanilla offense. It was just yeah. really beautiful. Agreed. Like and 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 he he exactly what he did in Alabama. That's exactly what he did in Alabama, and he's put, putting that for the New England Patriots. I mean, yeah, that's just beautiful. he's lead. It looks like he could definitely lead the team for sure. I mean, not right now, but he could potentially turn into the next Tom Brady. And I will say for 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 the fifteenth overall pick, he 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 only made one out of his twenty pass attempts on like very very hard to get. But the, those other nineteen passes were insane. Like yeah. his his pass rating that week, I'm pretty sure was was an E2.0. Like it, it was flawless. Uh, I don't have that stat pulled up, but I could say yeah, that would sound pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean it, it is. It's all over, you know, Twitter. It's all over NFL of the Patriots. They got wide receivers, but they don't have those all-star wide receivers. They don't have an Allen Robinson, D. Hop, Devontae Adams type. So you got to remember some of his missed passes were just, you know, good ball placement by him. It's just they couldn't hang on to it. You know, it's all over Twitter of that Mac Jones, the Wilkerson throw, where it was right where he needed it. He just didn't catch it. And you also got to cut him slack, too. I mean, it is it is pre- preseason. Everyone's slowly getting back into it. I mean, again, everyone's definitely the- a little nervous. Again, there is no excuse for those drop passes because preseason it's about getting respect on your name. You yeah. know, like you you need to prove yourself in these weeks to get up there with the with the big dogs practically. But yeah. I will say that I'm even though he messed up that that pass or even though that guy missed that pass, I will say Mac Jones is I he we I we will see him. We will see him in the regular season 100%. I agree with, with that. Especially with that. Bill Belichick as his coach. Yeah. So so important to have oh, yeah. him. Agreed. I mean, Bill Pelchick, he played a big part in Tom Brady's success, I feel like. I mean, and Bruce Aarons being a QB coach he is, I'd say Tom Brady got real lucky with his coaches. 
and that made Tom Brady who he is. And I would say the same thing would go for um, Mac Jones, given Bill Belichick. And again, Cam Newton, who may be out of his prime now, but given the work ethic of Cam Newton and given his veteran experience on the Panthers even, that could definitely help Mac Jones a lot. And like you said, I could see him easily starting in the regular season over Cam Newton. Yeah, same. Um, and then probably I would say for Trey Lance and Zach Wilson, I would throw them in the same shoes. Trey Lance had that one super duper good throw. I think it was eighty yard touchdown. Yeah, pass, I saw that eighty yard pass. You know, he rolled out left and just launched that ball. It was beautiful. Um, and you know, I didn't really see much of him though. I expected a lot, but I mean, if you ask me, Trey Lance. I mean, he, he, he went. He went he five went, for he, fourteen. He did. He did go five for fourteen. Yeah. And his yard, but his yards were one hundred twenty-eight. But that's uh, that's because that one big throw. Yeah. I'm, yeah I, mean, but, I I expected a lot from him. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he's forty nine. Every single rookie QB looked to be the same. Like the first drive was three and out for a lot of them. Yeah, and, and that's how most are. Yeah. But but then again, even though even though Trey Lance, like again, he's he's in the Forty ers you have to think they are playing they are playing the Super Bowl contenders, uh, Chiefs. And True. Yeah. They, that that defense was will always be stacked. There's they they still that have a lot true. of good guys. I mean, their offense was really good with Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, they're not going to show that much of it in the preseason, but like they have that dedication there, and that's going to be hard to get past. So yeah, again. It could just be a, a just a really bad start off the week, you know. He I, he could be going back to doing really good. It's just yeah, you have to give him credit that he did play the Chiefs. So yeah, and, and just to make this clear, yeah, I'm not saying any of these QBs are you know going to do great. None of them are going to do bad. You know, I'm just kind of pointing out Trey Lance. I expected a lot from him this first preseason game, and he didn't quite meet expectations, but he didn't exactly. I mean, he had, I think, four of his incompletes were his wide receivers. I I think I remember seeing that of four of his throws should have been a catch. So, if we do want to throw that in there, he would have went nine for 14, which isn't too shabby. Um, So, Trey Lance, like I said, he's still got some to prove. Um, I mean, all of them do. But Trey Lance especially, I'd say he's got some to prove. Um, And I, I'd say the same for Zach Wilson. I Honestly, his arm, like, he, he put a bullet. He's got a good one on him. I mean, he's able to dip it past some defenders. I mean, I don't know. He went six for nine for 63 yards. So, uh, and how do we feel about him? You said Trey Lance? Uh, no, that, Zach Wilson. Oh, he, Zach he's Wilson. got a bullet on him, but, I mean, he went six for nine. I mean, only 63 yards. I People weren't really too sure about him looking in training camp, but it's not – I don't know how to feel I about mean, him yet. He didn't look terrible. Yeah, I mean, he, he really didn't. He didn't look terrible, he didn't, but he, – He did not look terrible. He did go 6 for 9. His, yard, his yards were 63, but uh, I don't know. Maybe – I mean, I, I don't know. His – Going six for nine is not is not bad. It's not the bad fall in the case, but the problem is is the yard count. But then again, I mean, it could have just been an off game. I mean, it's the Jets versus the Giants. I mean, yeah. What else do you expect from that? But I I don't know. Yeah, and, and that's for and that's what I'm saying. I don't want to make any big assumptions here, just because it is week one. Everyone's you know getting a feel for it still. You exactly. Know, it's it's nothing. Um. You everyone really can't making, say everyone making that transition from versing their own team to actual teams. Yeah, and, and that's where, yeah, you do. You kind of got to be like, you know, yeah, Justin Fields showed out. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence showed out. But, I mean. This wasn't yeah. that couple. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, as far as everybody else goes for rookies, uh, Elijah Moore, he's hurt, I believe. He didn't play. And Kyle Pitts dressed, but I didn't see him out there. So, I mean, as far as the big names go, 
I mean, really only QBs, but it's week one. So hopefully we'll see some of that action coming into week two, week three preseason games. Yeah. But so, I mean, like I said, as far as QBs and teams go, you know, you, you can't say too much, but overall pretty good. Um, Looks like Patriots beat out Washington 22-13. Steelers beat out the Eagles. Titans blew out the Falcons, Bills, Lions, close game, Cardinals, Cowboys, close game, Bears, Dolphins, close. The only really blowout games were Broncos and Vikings, which that one really surprised me. I I knew the Broncos would be a lot better this year, but I did not expect them. I mean, if they they played really good. I mean, I mean, they, any blowout game though, it's still preseason, so I don't know how much that would mean. Yeah, it is true. But, but you know, they yeah, still I destroyed mean, them, so. I was going to say, I mean, the Vikings, I don't know who they had in, but I know the Broncos. I know Patrick Certain. I mean, I, I watched him. He got a pick six, and that looked like he was aggressive. He jumped on that ball, and he just took it to the house. You know, I mean, he looked amazing for the Broncos. You know, the Broncos defense is supposed to be uh, pretty good. Yeah, and I and I know Drew Locke even. Um, let me pull him up because I know he he did like yeah he went five for seven, hundred fifty one yards with two touchdowns. I mean that's pretty that's pretty good. good. Going five for seven, you'd be like, eh, but hundred fifty one yards with two touchdowns, only seven attempts. Yeah, that's that's actually really you, good. You got to give that to him. Yeah, I mean it's preseason, so. He wasn't good last season, so I, I really don't know what to expect of Dulac, but Teddy Bridgewater we'll and Dulac, they the both played heck of a game for the Broncos. So. Yeah. All right, so that is the week one rookies. That's the week one wrap. Heading on to Tim Tebow and the Jaguars. I mean, how did the guy even get the position in the first place? I don't know, but I what mean, an amazing block. <laughs> yeah, it, for those of y'all who didn't see it, he went into motion, he fell, he got up, and he, like, headbutted his own lineman. I mean, yeah, that, and I don't... when, yeah, I, <laughs> it's just in my head now. <laughs> I think just what his lineman thoughts getting rammed into the stomach by This wasn't the best start for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean we we all saw it coming. Now let's face it. Tim Tebow, you know, basically just some some rich guy to be honest with you. I mean, joining the Jags, that already was kind of a you know I everybody, I'm mean, not everybody, but some people probably thought that it might have been a start of the new era. Given that um, Calvin Benjamin even was going to try out for tight end, Tim Tebow throwing in a tight end, you know, everybody was kind of like, okay, maybe these guys that weren't good, you know, maybe something will happen. But yeah, that ended pretty quickly, and I think for the most part, Tim Tebow and the Jags just ended up being a complete joke, and it just yeah. He yeah, I don't know why he even came back, but yeah, I don't know why he did anyway. Trying to pull a Gronk. Yeah, <laughs> he, he did. Well, the thing about Gronk, didn't Gronk, pretty sure Gronk retired. He did, yeah. Just so he didn't get drafted to the Lions. I believe he said that in an interview. He was like, hey, he's like, I didn't want to go to the Lions, which. I mean, you can't really blame my mom. I, I wouldn't want to go to the Lions either, but especially now. Oh, especially now. I mean, they got nobody. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. Tim Tebow going to the Jags didn't work out really at all. I mean, he had fun. He tweeted out, "Thank you for the good and the bad." Got to give it to the guy, you know. I mean, he put in the effort, and at least he tried. You know, yeah, people, at least he tried. Yeah, most people wouldn't have really done that. So I give him credit and I okay, looks like we lost Kyle. Hopefully he'll be back. Yep. <laughs> um <laughs> Um but no, I mean at least he tried, at least he got, you know, into it and he gave it his all. I mean, 
props to the Jaguars for letting him in. Oh, there we go. Um, props to the Jaguars for letting him in, though, giving him a shot. But I shot, think, yeah. think they well, did the right thing and got rid of him. They did give him a shot, but I will say, Tim Tebow, the way he just looked out there, I mean, it's don't get me wrong, he's really hard working. And, and no, no, no. Tim Tebow is a really hard worker in everything he does. He, I'll give him that. But just the way he was out there, I mean, he just it it, it just it looked like he lost his touch, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh yeah. Obviously, yeah. I mean I I'd say the same thing. He looked jacked, he looked promising, but And yeah. then but also, um you also look back at like like um I don't know why I thought of this, but like Chris I, I don't know if y'all heard this, how how Chris Hogan left the NFL yep. to join um, the new PLL lacrosse actually he he yeah. actually left NFL and just joined the lacrosse and I actually now that I heard about it or whatever like um, Tim 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 Tebow has spoken words about um, going over to lacrosse but I I, I, I don't even that. think I mean I don't even think why he should try out for that because it I don't know he just he just looked he almost looked like Nemo out there he was lost. I'm not gonna I mean, he did. He, but I mean... was, he just looked lost out there. And I mean, I love the guy. I love everything he does. It's just. I, I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think honestly, he. I mean, lacrosse depends on what he knows about it. He's a big guy, so. I don't yeah, one hundred percent. Tim Tebow, future college football star, Jags tight end, and lacrosse player. That doesn't not too bad. Just him being thirty four. As a yeah. tight end position, I mean, you can see Gronk. He's only thirty-two, and he's—you can just tell by the way he runs, he's hurting he's out of it. Yeah, yeah. And tight end, tight end for one of the hardest positions in football. I mean, you have you to block, block, you have to you run, have to, you got to do everything. You got to do everything. I mean, throw, yeah. but yeah, I mean it. I mean, look at what it did to Travis Kelsey. Man he got so upset he had to shave his beard. I mean, the guy looks like thirty <laughs> years older now. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, when you're that old, being a tight end, it, it takes a toll on you. Like you say, yeah. Gronk. Obviously, he's not in his prime anymore. But and, and he's still doing good. Don't get me wrong. I still love the guy, but it, it definitely takes a toll on you. I mean, it, every it's, joint, it's a rough position. Hurts. Yeah, tight end yeah. is probably one of the hardest underrated positions in the NFL. And it's sad because they do. They're like linemen. They they don't get enough credit, but that's just how it is, you know. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, Tim Tebow, good decision. I'd say everything went good there. Now for the big controversial NFL rule of how bad can we make the NFL? The new taunting rule against your Colts. Alright, I'm going to start off with that. So, uh, the taunting rule, in, in my opinion, okay, and this just goes off for all football, okay? Like, like taking away taunting is like, is like it It almost takes away kind of the fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, getting getting in fights and like, like fist fighting in NFL, that, I mean, that's just too far. But like, but like, when you see, when you see a, a, a good wide receiver and a good DB go, go out there, you know, and 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 they're smack talking out there. You see some of the biggest plays ever. AJ Green, Jalen Ramsey, yeah. Odell. You, you see Ramsey. the biggest. You see the biggest plays ever created. Yep. When people talk their talk. Now yep. this new taunting rule, I'm afraid that like uh, that like we're gonna miss some, some of these heated heated fights and people like people like people aren't gonna be able to to, to prove names for themselves or and like and like fight different people is essentially what I'm saying. Can't but, get their name uh, out. Yeah, they yeah they cannot get their name out for now. In my yeah, opinion. And, and I agree. I mean, you look at some of the, you know, best wide receivers, AJ Green and Jalen Ramsey. I mean, those two kept going at it. Odell and Jalen Ramsey and Josh Odell, Norman. Uh, Odell and Jalen. Oh, well, actually, Odell and Josh Norman were a, a big thing. I, I thought. That right? was like the main yeah. thing from the yeah. 2014 to Yeah, those and two. Now, yeah. Go ahead. It's like, I think the taunting is, rule is so dumb because I don't see anything wrong with taunting. Like, you're just... It's part of the game. It's your, it's your, you should be a lot of trash talk. You should be a lot yeah. of it's like celebrate fighting a certain talking. way. It's like... I, I, don't know. I, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like fighting in hockey, you know? It, it's part of the sport. I mean, the coach running back, 
I mean, the dude like broke sixty tackles and carried him on his back for ten yards. I'd be flexing on them too if I did that, you know. Yeah, and that's part of the NFL is taunting. I mean, like I said, excessive celebrations. I get that, you know. We don't need Deshaun Jackson going in the back of the end zone or Randy Moss pulling down his pants or something. Right. Like, we don't. We don't need that. It makes the game twenty times more better. But that's respectable. But seriously, I mean, they're doing trash talking. They're doing any like sign of emotion, basically. I mean, he, he flexed on them. And, you know, they automatically, like, oh, like, that's, what was that, like a 10, 15-yard pedal? I think it was 15 yards, yeah. Yeah, I mean, gee, 15 yards for just, like, I mean, I don't know how just, strict just they're going to get showing an expression this, of how, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. How you absolutely just dominated. Yeah, like, you just destroyed them. Yeah, I, I mean, you, what... Our DBs are allowed to, like, you know how, like, the DBs are, like, do, like, the no-fly zone or, like, the, you know, sway their arms or, like, is that even going to be a flag? Because, I, I mean, I know, like, that's, like, the biggest thing for DBs. Wide receiver drops a wide-open pass, DB won't shut up. I mean, they, they can't take that away. That's, like, part of DB's nature, you know? Yeah. I'm, same, same goes for – where was it? <laughs> Same goes for linebackers, you know. I mean, if they light somebody up in the pocket or if they light somebody up in the gap, what are they going to do? Just tackle them, just stand up like nothing happened? And like, oh, okay, you know, continue on the game. Like, It's almost they're... like it reminds me of, 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 like, of like in the NBA, okay? You see LeBron James pull a nasty dunk, okay? And he does his little celebration. He puts his knees in the air, his fist down. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like, yep. like that's that's what it reminds me of. That's what that's what reminds me of. That's like that's like if it got carried over to the NBA, that's like like we would see none of that. I'm like we're not gonna see like the like 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 the cool taunting, like the Tyreek Hill peace sign. I bet you five bucks. That, yeah. I bet you five bucks if Tyreek Hill does that to a player behind him or in front of it him, it will. That will be a taunting, one hundred percent. Like yep. he just absolutely dusted him. He has all I right mean, to just put the peace yeah. sign. And, and <laughs> there's no disrespect either. I mean, there's no. I mean, it's disrespectful, but it's like there's no harm. Obviously, if There's you're no gonna pull an Aaron Hernandez on someone's family, that's a little different, okay? But I mean, you're throwing up a peace sign, and they're gonna call a 15 yards and call back a touchdown because of that. Like it's just when you're out there, literally just railing into dudes and taking them to the ground. I mean, you just you're hyped, you know. I mean, you yeah. you can't help it, you know. It's been part of the game for. So many years, and the game just gotten so soft to the point where now we have to ban people from showing emotion on the football field for what reason? You know? Exactly. I mean, I I think it's stupid. Everybody thinks it's stupid. There's nothing. I mean, are you going to be able to celebrate? Because I know they like did some weird celebration thing a couple years ago, where you could you know sit there and. You know, dance or anything. You had to keep it simple. Uh, is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to throw an eighty-yard bomb downfield and pump his arm? You know, is he going to be able to do that? Like, I mean, I don't even know, bro. We'll, we'll have to see, I guess. Are NFL players going to be allowed to do their signature move? What made them famous? Are they going to be able to do them, or is it going to? Well, you can do them, but it's going to be called back touchdown, and we're going to throw a flag. Like, 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 what if Ray Lewis is still in the league? You want to do oh that my God! Really <laughs> yeah, you're telling, you're telling me you want to be able to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you That's want to tell Ray Lewis, <laughs> I mean, if you want to tell Ray Lewis he can't celebrate or anything, you can be my guest. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Um, and yeah, I mean, exactly. Like I said, I know Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. You know, those were two of the guys that. I mean, like I said, Ray Lewis. He'd come out of the tunnel. What would he do? He do his little dancey dance, you know, mm-hmm. and it, that just got him fired up, you know. Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill, dusting somebody for a touchdown, him throwing up that peace sign. That's like it's ending an, it all. Yeah, that's it like just ends the play. Find him up. Yep. That that I mean that is just like boom, like you mentioned. 
NBA, if you put a complete slam dunk on somebody, you know, um, you want to like, <clears throat> like you feel that, you know, yeah. you can't show that, you know, same with the NFL. I mean, it's getting to the point where players are going to just be like sitting out on the field and the announcers are going to, oh my God, 80 yard touchdown pass well, to re-kill and well, the Colts running back, uh, Benny LeMay is what, like, that. That's stupid. Okay, I think yeah, it is up again. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say about the Colts running back, but that especially is stupid. And I don't know what that means for running backs. If he can't flex, then there's no way a DB is going to be able to, you know, do that. I don't know what you'd call it, but. There's no way a DB is going to be able to do that when the wide receiver drops a pass. There's no way a receiver is going to be able to, like, do a ball flick, you know? I mean, I would hope they ever do that. Yeah. What What were you going to say about the Colts running back? Yeah, I got uh, I got disconnected. Um, so, yeah. like, so what happened was, was like, um, LeMay dragged, dragged, uh, dragged Bynes um, a full 10 yards, an extra 10 yards in that play, and Bynes himself is 10 inches taller and 20 pounds heavier than yeah. than than LeMay. I mean, and the, and the celebration was probably the most tame, tame, tame celebration ever. Yeah. Like, there was no jumping up and down, I no mean, excitement. Yeah. Just a little bit of a flex of a muscle, and instantly, I mean instantly, there was a flag, like, yeah. immediately. It wasn't even, like, a hesitation. They were like... Play. He's flexing his arms. Children, cover your eyes. Well, you know, they're treating him like a sex offender or something at an elementary school. I mean, it's it's dumb. DBs aren't going to be able to, you know, say no fly zone. Wide receivers aren't going to be able to give the ball back to the DB when they just moss the crap out of them. QBs aren't going to be able to, you know, pump their arms when they just threw an 80-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, offensive linemen aren't going to be able to pancake people anymore. You know, like wait for it. It's just it's that's what it's going to come to. You know, linebackers won't be able to light somebody up in the gap and step over them. Defensive linemen aren't going to be able to sack. You you get the point. They're not going to be able to sack and celebrate. Like it's taking the fun out of the game, and I think it's personally going to harm the NFL in a big way. And I hope they see that because and celebrating is a big thing in NFL. It is. I mean, some of the best players had their own celebrations, you know. Yeah. And teams even. You got the Dirty Bird celebration, you know. You got Ray Lewis. You think Ray Lewis? You think absolute monster? And then the second thing is his dance. Like, that. that is just how they get their names out. And that's, uh, again, that's going to play – big factor in this upcoming generation of rookies and players of how they get their name out. Because now they not only do they have to do it by playing, which is the biggest part, now they can't have like a signature thing, which yeah, kind of yeah. a big deal. So not looking good at all. Topping off that segment, we can bring in the final segment Week two of preseason coming in this Sunday. Hopefully, we'll see a bit more starters. We talked about this on last podcast. Sam Darnold. I've been kind of saving it, and I really want to start this segment off with him. Uh, I don't recall him playing with the Panthers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he played, and I really want to see the man play. Yeah, same. I, I know you really want to talk about it. Last podcast, he he's he's Sam Darnold. Like he has a lot of more weapons being on the Panthers now. Yeah. Um, with DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, CMC counting as running back and wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean um, CMT, he's kind of a receiving running back. He's like a better Kamara, basically. Basically, um, yeah, he could put it like that. Sam Darnold could, I think, really good with the Panthers. Yeah, I agree. I I think giving him, I mean, I, this one throw sticks in my head when I think of Sam Darnold. 
and I hope everybody knows what I'm talking about, but it's the one where he's rolling out left, and he just threw that nasty sidearm down. I don't know who it was. I'm having to, I don't know. And it was an absolute perfect spiral laser right where it needed. And that is a hard throw to make. Anything rolling out and throw on the run. Yeah. Uh, I see him being like a Carson once. And I, and I mean that in like, didn't do good on your old team because you don't have what you need. You get put on this new team. You have what you need. Carson went, Sam Darnold, they're going to be on their A game. They're going to be, you know, I mean, like I say, Carson Wentz, the most stacked QB last year. Now you're throwing him on the Colts with the best offensive line in the game. Very solid one game and all that. We're, this year, this year we are, it's really going to, it's, this year is Carson Wentz's year to prove himself. It really is because you're going from the worst line to the best O-line uh, almost in the game. I'm pretty sure the Colts have the best O-line. I think it's either yeah, second or first. They're top five. Browns yeah, or something I mean, out there. They're, they're good. I mean, they're 100% good, but this is the year for him to show out. It's the year for him to prove himself. I mean, again, again, with that injury, again, with that injury with Carson Wentz, that does put other QBs in that spot, as we saw for the preseason for the Colts. But if Carson Wentz gets back in there and he's healthy and he's going full at it, we should be able to see him go 100% I, in I that mode. That. Yeah. And so, yeah, like speaking, you said, as long as he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Well, he's, he's hurt. He just, he's just got to run well, yeah. this. No, I mean, like, later in the yeah. season. I know what you mean. And speaking of the Colts, they, they got some big moves coming in at QB. I mean – I'd say they're, they were a pretty exciting team to watch, I'd say. I think the Bears with Justin Fields, and I'd honestly say the Colts with their new QB. I mean, he looked he looked solid to me. In the pocket, running around the pocket. I mean, uh, he looked super good to me. And I hate having a segment with Kyle here, so I guess we can put it on pause. Okay, you there? Bro, I literally keep getting disconnected. <laughs> Fire. And we're talking about the Colts backup QB. He, I loved him, man. He looked good. He looked like he's in the pocket. He felt confident. Even if Carson Wentz doesn't work out, are, do you guys feel confident having that backup step up and take his spot? We have we have two really good guys right now. And we have Jacob Eason and Sam Sam. Ellinger, I'm pr- I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but yeah, basically, but basically, Jacob and Sam. Okay, Jacob, yeah. Jacob, Jacob went 15 for 21 with a, with 183 yards passing. But it, the most impressive thing about him was his accuracy down the field. His accuracy down the field was very impressive on the very very good. But agreed. But even though he was um, positive and stuff like that, he needs to learn to be more aware in the pocket. Because there was multiple times where he was not aware in that back pocket in there, and he was running around in multiple guys. But the but the point is, I, he did really good. He just needs to be more awareness in that pocket. 100%. Yeah, and he still look. I mean, again, I still say he looks super solid. I mean, he looked comfortable. He I mean, he 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 did look comfortable. Now now with Sam, he he did good. He did throw an interception, which I I which was clearly like to, it, to the too. wrong guy. But yeah. Sam 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 still. Did really really good in my opinion. He still, I mean, this was his yeah. first year. Jacob, Jacob was Jacob was drafted last year, so he he's he's had a little more experience with Philip Rivers because that's when Philip Rivers played. So he did have Philip Rivers on him that season. But Sam this year as his first year, having Carson Wentz as his mentor, sort of as the top QB in his spot. Yeah. Sam did throw one interception, but I still say for a rookie, he did still do good in my opinion. Agree. Especially and, with I mean, either of those, any of those with QBs playing, you have Jonathan Taylor gonna have that breakout season, hoping. Yeah. Like that just puts so much pressure off of the QB. Yeah. Because I, they can always I'd rely say, on that run game. I'd say there's a lot of players that have to prove themselves this season. Carson Wentz being one of them, Sam Darnold being the other. I mean, obviously Sam Darnold do good. I. I I love Sam Darnold. It's weird to say that, but I love Sam Darnold. I mean, he's a good QB, you know, and he did good on the Jets. 
I mean, he didn't yeah. do good on the Jets, but, no, but... <laughs> he he showed he's got what it takes, you know? He just needs that Jameis, team. Jameis Winston, he's the other guy, you know? You've been in the NFL for how long, dude? I don't want to see you throw 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. I'd want to see the 30 touchdowns and, like, at least half of those interceptions. I mean, and he could. With, with and the he could, I yeah. Think he might. I mean, Michael Thomas, hoping he stays on there. Hoping he's going to be healthy and staying yeah, on the he, team. But he could definitely, you know, improve himself. Going with Jared Goff. He, not that he's got anything to prove, but he's in a tough situation sitting on the Lions, you know? I mean, yeah. he's... He's on the Lions, you know. I mean, yeah. not looking good for him. He did good on the Rams, but the Rams had what only for those first couple of years, in my opinion. He started yeah. to fall off a little bit towards the end. Yeah, I mean, and I personally, I, I used to kind of see it in him, but as I grew more and more about him, he, he really was just the only thing that really made him good. I think was just he's on the Rams. He's on Matthew the Rams, Stafford. Yeah. I told you guys last episode, I got him going MVP this year, dude. I mean, yeah, he's... you're making a very bold prediction, but <laughs> I it's super early as well. But I mean, the dude's on the Rams, and he's just got he's got what he needs. He's not on the Lions, which is kind of just what I mean by he's got what he needs. He <laughs> he knows what to do and where to throw. He does. He's a smart QB. He's a tough QB. Very solid. Very, very solid, knows where to put the ball. He's just overall like a Walmart version of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, not even that bad, though. Like, I'd still put him top 10 QB. I mean, as of right now. Make him an underrated list, yeah. I I mean, he's good, you know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, staying with the NFC, Daniel Jones. Talk about what he has to prove now. He's got weapons. He's got a lot of weapons. And kind of like Sam Darnold, I would love to see him do good. I I would too. I mean, he's got weapons. It'd be really cool to see those two. Yeah, he's got the quads back too. Yeah, once again, can rely on the run game a little bit. Kenny Galladay, good deep ball threat. I mean, Slayton, Shepard, you know, he's got a lot of different weapons. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'd say as far as QBs go, I, I can't think of too many other people in the N- NFC, but those are the main ones that have to prove themselves and show people what they can do. And if they can, it's looking good for those next franchises. Hitting the AFC. We're looking at the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke don't end that QB competition. How's mm-hmm. that going to look in week two? You know, are we going to throw Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater a bit more? You know, let them fling it around a little bit more. Let them get a feel for it. What, what you know, I feel, I feel Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, they both got stuff to prove. I Teddy Bridgewater, he, that injury from a while ago, he's saying that motivates him. I, I mean, he, when he was on the Vikings, I saw something, bro. I thought he would be the real deal. I did, too. And then it's just that injury, obviously. And, and cheap shot, yeah. Is, I mean, Drew Locke is young, and he's got potential. So, you know, the Broncos getting better with um, Sutton being healthy yeah. this year. Yep. Jerry um, Judy dropping those passes. Yeah, Jerry Judy. I mean, for real, though, he's good. He he run Roger good, and he got this good. I'll joke. Yeah, very good. He is good. He is good. Um, that, that, he, that, Drew Locke could be good on that team. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, I'd say I'm rooting for Teddy B, but, I mean, to be honest, it's the Broncos. I can go either way with that. Um, Ryan Tannehill going into – you know, week two, probably won't see too much of him still. I feel like he's a very underrated QB last year, and I feel like he's got a little bit to prove this year now that he has Julio, and people are saying Julio might not put up the numbers he think he will. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I say he's like one of the best receivers. I mean, I throw him top five best receivers of all time. I mean, well, yeah, and just the thing with him, he's already getting injuries not se- not serious injuries, but um, Julio getting older in age and getting all these tweaks and injuries, yeah. like he just can't stay healthy anymore. But I, I mean, I I still throw him like JJ Watt. He's got two seasons left. He's got three seasons left. He he does have seasons left, but it's 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 mainly the age at this point. Because That's why they're I mean, just saying. Look at look at look at for example, T.Y. Hilton. Okay, he yeah. was throwing up. He was he was one of the most underrated wide receivers in 2016, 2017. He was oh, putting yeah. up more numbers. Than Antonio Brown was during his peak seasons, and Antonio yeah. Brown was one of the best receivers in 2016, 2017. I mean, That's why he was so now, underrated. Well, yeah, 100%. T.Y. Hilton was underrated, but like with age, now that he is older, don't get me wrong, he's still good. But the problem is, is he's not putting up those same numbers he as he was yeah. in 2017 because yeah. of that age limit. And I, I feel like I, I, I don't, I don't know if this is the season that Julio Jones will do that, but we will definitely see that in Julio Jones' future. We'll 100%. definitely see a decline, but I don't see him completely falling still, off quite yet. I still see him do good. I just I just don't know about those injuries. He's already getting hurt. And it's just yeah. in camp. So. I mean, that's true, but I, again, it's Julio. He, it's Julio. How old is he? Do we, do we know how old he is? I think he's 32, 33. That sounds right. Like, in his young 30s, that's uh, maybe a little bit older, but... He definitely, like I said, he's throwing him in there. Now he's not carrying yeah, he is, the weight. In Atlanta, he was carrying the weight. And then, exactly. you know, they got Ridley, and then that helped him. Well, now they got A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. So I mean, they, that's what I'm saying. Julio Jones, he's not carrying all the weight. He's going to have a decline in his numbers. But hopefully, I mean, like I said, injuries, but – you never know. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think that's kind of about it for QVs. I, I don't know too much about anybody else who would really have to prove themselves off the top of my head just because QBs are always the big ones. But, I mean, I would say, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this week two preseason. I'm excited for, <laughs> to be honest, I'm excited for the whole NFL season. Yeah, but, same. Um, let me pull up the NFL preseason week two real quick, and we'll um, we'll see if we can find a team that would uh, stick out. So, Bengals, Buccaneers, Joe Burrow isn't Joe Burrow hurt because of his knee? I'm pretty his sure knee he's still recovering. Yeah. Oh no, that's that was last week. Okay, I'm still in week one. I want to say something. Um, uh, no, I feel bad for Burrow. We're kind of getting off topic here, but we can. Joe Burrow, I I like him. I like him a lot. I like I'd him, say. but people were saying in camp how he, he's either getting sacked or it's being an incomplete pass. Yeah. But he doesn't have an offensive line. I mean, they drafted Jamar. He just they drafted Jamar Chase. Why would you draft Jamar Chase when, like, I, I mean, without pending Sewell, you won't be able to even throw to Jamar Chase. Whereas if you got Sewell, you would at least be able to throw to Higgins or better not even Higgins, Boy. anybody on the Bengals roster that can catch the ball. I mean, yeah, but they they. I mean, now I think about it, they do kind of need it. They did, okay, they kind of needed a wide receiver, so with Tyler there's, Boyd. There's nothing wrong with dr- drafting Jamar Chase. I would point it as the fact is you're not going to see his full talent until a star QB comes in. Not a star QB. I say Joe Burrow is that. I just think they need you a lineman. Oh, lie. Yeah, I mean, well, they're saying Joe actually, Burrow can't yeah, even throw true. the ball because he's getting sat. I mean, he's like, Hiking and he's like, okay, and now we're down. And that's like, and that and that's honestly what what a lot of I mean, a lot of people like a lot of people usually when a quarterback's O line is suffering really bad, they put it on that quarterback one hundred percent. That's yeah, one hundred percent of the time they always put that on the quarterback. 
all the time. Yeah, because everybody, I mean, quarterbacks, people think that's the most that's important That's all position. you see. That's yeah. all you see is All the, you the see is the interceptions yeah. you're throwing. And, and that's kind of what I feel happened with Trubisky. Uh, he just, his own line wasn't the greatest. And, I mean, granted, he made some stupid throws. But, I, I mean, changes. I think Jamar Chase is a pick, actually, because next year they're fished because their they're first round pick could easily be a good all lineman. They can go for a lot of all linemen that next year. Not having man, I guess, Chase. but they could have done that this year then. God, but there, there wasn't that Jamar Chase. Well, look at the Colts though. I mean, I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, like four years ago, our old line, our old line was was not up there. Now yeah. you gave us two two drafts, and we got Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly, and they're real fast. And look how and look how good those two individuals, especially yeah. Quentin Nelson. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he's literally like himself is a top fifty All Star player right now. Oh like, yeah, he is oh, up yeah. there one hundred percent. Agreed. I mean, I I can again. Everybody sees the Bengals doing good soon. I mean, they just gotta get their defense and linemen. So maybe not soon, but. <laughs> Honestly, I can see that, Tony. I had 100% two years. Yeah. Two years, so, one year to watch all line. I mean, they need a defense, defense too, though, because if you remember their the defense, their defense mm-hmm. is um, something special, we'll say. They have Bates. Yeah, they do. They got Bates, but um, they just – I think their defense, it's not – if I remember, it wasn't, like, horrible, horrible, but it wasn't. It was below average. I mean, it wasn't the top 15. I don't think. It was below average, their defense, personally talking. I mean, I don't think it was really the best, but I don't know. So, um, all right, well, for anybody watching this episode, um, yeah, Kyle was having problems joining and all that, so... Um, hate to do the outro without him, but if he's not here, I guess we will. So make sure you guys all go follow the Instagram. It is NFL Football Rates underscore pod. All the links to watch the podcast should be in that bio. Um, make sure to follow the podcast if you are not followed or subscribed to the podcast, depending on where you're watching. Um, and we will see you guys next Wednesday for episode three. Yes, sir. Peace out. Peace out.